What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So there's some contract news and notes and some kind of, you know, roster moves I want to talk about. The biggest one being that the White Sox have agreed to an extension with Yoan Mankata. Everyone knows that the White Sox are poised for big things in the coming years because they have this really strong young core of players that took a huge leap forward last year. Well, they have now locked in Yoan Moncada to a five-year, $70 million deal with a club option for an extra year, which could bring the total deal to $90 million. I mean, Moncada is a former number one overall prospect in baseball. He's 24. I remember when he was you know, coming up through the Red Sox system and he was considered the number one prospect in all of baseball, came up and some people think he was, I mean, okay, let's be honest. He was rushed to the big leagues. And he didn't look too great. His first go around in the big leagues, first couple of years, was just kind of looking lost and was striking out a whole lot. But something clicked last year, and he looked every bit of the prospect he had been projected to be. And he's still just 24. We have to remember that. You know, sometimes when people come up really young, you know, 20, 21, we want to see the finished product. But we have to remember that the, these guys are going to improve, and they're not even in their prime yet for another several years. So, I mean, this deal is going to give him an average annual salary of $14 million a year, which is pretty good. For a guy between two and three years of service time in the major leagues, I mean, comparing it to other players with the same amount of service time, only Mike Trout, Alex Bregman, and Buster Posey received a higher average annual value. And, I mean, so, so let's talk about what this means for the White Sox, just on the field. I mean... Look at what they've done this offseason. They signed Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert, Aaron Bummer to extensions within the last year. You know, Eloy was a year ago. They extended Jose Abreu through the 2022 season. That was after Abreu initially accepted the qualifying offer last fall. They just went ahead and gave him the extension. In the offseason, they got Yasmani Grandal, Edwin Encarnacion, Dallas Keuchel, Gio Gonzalez, and Nomar Mazzara. I mean, the White Sox are clearly ready to put the rebuild behind them. And they're looking for their first winning season since 2012. I mean, that is a lot of movement there. I mean, that's a lot of commitment from ownership, obviously telling the team we're ready to go. I mean, they had Tim Anderson win a batting title this past year. I mean, they're they're putting him, Moncada. They're putting, uh, you know, Robert, Eloy Jimenez. They're putting these guys right in the middle of their lineup. And these guys are going to set the pace for them. I mean, absolutely phenomenal deal by the White Sox just to put together the talent. I mean, this is what it takes. And so many of these guys are homegrown, too. And then you obviously you go out, you sign the big free agents when you have to for, I mean, I mean, specifically mentioning Yasmani Grandal. But I mean, a big chunk of these guys are homegrown, which is awesome to see. Absolutely awesome to see. So. Get ready for some fun times on the south side of Chicago. I think it's going to be a very interesting season. I mean, Giolito took a step forward last year. You look for him to have another all-star caliber season. Look for some, you know, strong outings from Ronaldo Lopez and Dane Dunning. I mean, those guys were also acquired uh, back in the 2016 winter meeting. I mean, this was basically the Chris Sale deal coming to fruition. I mean, that Chris Sale deal helped the White Sox get both Kopech and Moncada. It's one of those deals that you look back and say it's a win-win for both teams, both the Red Sox and the White Sox. The White Sox got, 
you know, the future of the franchise, I mean, pieces of the future of the franchise in Kopech and Moncada, the Red Sox got Chris Sale, who led them to a 2018 World Series, and banners fly forever. Regardless of whatever Chris Sale's injury issues are now and, you know, however his downfall might be, he led them to a World Series in 2018, and that's really all it takes to make it worth it. So it's definitely a win-win for both sides, but it's it's pretty amazing when you look at it. I mean, the the impressive progression of Yohan Moncada, I mean, he's moved over to third base now. You know, he, he had a position change, and he looked way more comfortable at the hot corner than he was at second base. Last year, he had 315. That ranked third in the AL, seventh in all of baseball, with a 367 on base and a 548 slugging, 25 bombs, 34 doubles. And now he's looking like the perennial MVP candidate that people projected him to be. I mean, don't sleep. He like it sounds a bit crazy, but I mean, switch hitter from you know from both sides being able to put up doubles power and hit for average. This guy's gonna be an MVP candidate sometime soon if he keeps it up. Absolutely. So I'm very excited to see what happens on the south side of Chicago. That's one team. I know I'm not the only one that's excited to see how they how they uh, follow up last year because they're just hitting the stride right now. I mean, Michael Kopech's coming off of Tommy John. Once he gets back, man, this team's going to be fun to watch. Absolutely. So they hope that, uh, you know, they, they, they lost Chris Sale and Adam Eaton. Both of those guys went on to win World Series with their respective teams. But now they're hoping that the guys that got back in return, you know, like Yoan Mankata, for example, can help lead them to their World Series. We shall see. I mean, I still think the Twins are going to win the AL Central, but the White Sox should make some noise. I think they're going to be above 500. That's, you know, that's the next step, you know. Getting above 500, first winning season since 2012. I think I think it's it's time to it's time to go. I think we're going to see that for the White Sox. In other news, the Red Sox switching the color of the Sox here. The Red Sox have signed former Astros righty Colin McHugh. I mean, they needed pitching. Everyone knew that. They signed him to a one-year $600,000 contract with performance bonuses for innings pitch that could bring it up to $4.25 million. That's, I have not seen a contract with that much in, in incentives as this before. This is pretty insane. $3.625 like million in incentives on a $600,000 $600, base salary? That's pretty crazy. I mean, those incentives begin at 30 innings pitched. They run up through 115 innings pitched. And then he gets roster bonuses beginning at 15 days on the active roster, ranging up to through 90 days on the roster. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. That That's like a, a low-risk, high-reward kind of signing for the Red Sox. It's like you want to pay him the money, the extra money, because if he's being paid the extra money, it means that he's hitting those incentives. He's pitching more innings for the Red Sox. So... In order to open up a roster spot for Colin McHugh, they designated Hector Velasquez for assignment. And yeah, this is basically a response to the uncertainty of Chris Sale's status. I mean, everyone knows that he's he's uh, expected to avoid going under the knife, but he's had elbow issues. And quite frankly, who, who knows at this point what's going on with Chris Sale. But yeah, he... Colin McHugh's going to slide right into that rotation. The Red Sox need the pitching. I mean, he made eight starts last year, but spent the rest of you know the last two seasons in the Astros bullpen. He had some elbow issues of his own, quite frankly. Uh, you know, four seven zero ERA, pretty pedestrian. That was his highest since 2013. But 2018 was a different story. He was actually very dominant out of the Houston pen. So 
it's probably just that the elbow troubles of 2019 that kind of dragged him down because 2018 he was stellar you know 199 era averages of 11.7 strikeouts and 2.6 walks per nine and he's just been good i mean even before that he was a steady rotation piece pitching to a 3-7 era from 2014 to 2017 so this is a guy with success in his past i think once you know he can establish that he's healthy if that elbow is okay then he should be a solid pickup for the Red Sox. I mean, he should be a pretty solid starter because his whole career he's been pretty solid, just with the exception of last year when he was hurt. So I think it's a pretty good pickup for the Red Sox. It's cheap, low risk, high reward. And we'll see, I mean, what happens because they need all the help they can get with Chris Sale's uncertainty being such a, a huge issue for them. We'll see what happens. But that's kind of all I've got. Just those two big pieces. I want to touch on those. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.